Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. Who am I that you are mindful of me? That you hear me when I call? And is it true that you are thinking of me? Oh, how you love me. It's amazing. Farmington Hills, we're so glad you can be with us today. Especially if you are a visitor, we are so glad you're here. And please pick up a welcome packet on your way out, outside the, the door. 
Today is our first Giving Sunday of the year. This is our opportunity to show our appreciation and commitment to Unity of Farmington Hills by catching up on our ties and pledges or by giving additional for our capital campaign. We will have more information regarding the capital campaign in a late, at a later time. Everyone is invited to our fellowship gathering after service with coffee downstairs in the social hall. And be, before or after you do that, please stop in at our library. It's now open for your browsing pleasure. <laughs> it's, it's the last door on the left as you go down the hall um, heading out to the parking lot. This month, instead of family trivia night, we are having movie night with popcorn. This Friday, 7 p.m. in the social hall. No, it's up here. In, yeah. It'll be up here in, in the sanctuary. And we're doing the movie The Shack. Everyone is welcome. There will be a memorial here for Bob Finnegan, one of our former members, this Saturday at 12 p.m. Bob made his transition early last year, but his funeral was postponed because of COVID. If you knew Bob and his wife, Jean, you are welcome to attend. To send flowers or condolence cards, please email our business manager, Matthew Rybert, at businessmanager@unityfh.com to receive Jean Finnegan's address. To stay abreast of what's going on at our church, please visit our website, unityfh.com. Or you can check out our Facebook page, or you can read through our weekly newsletter, which is emailed every Friday. To receive monthly prayer calls from our prayer chaplains, please sign up on the table outside the sanctuary or email prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. Prayer requests may also be placed in the prayer box on the counter outside the sanctuary or emailed, again, to prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. And now, as our music team sings Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds for our the daily word and the opening prayer. for the reading of the Daily Word for today, Sunday, May 15th, 2022. <clears throat> it is freedom. And we affirm, taking responsibility for my life leads me to freedom. Let's affirm that together. Taking responsibility for my life leads me to freedom. And the message reads, each life has its share of ups and downs. Like most people, I have felt blessed by my happy experiences and laid low by my more difficult ones. I have used the spiritual tools of forgiveness and gratitude to learn from and move beyond my more painful experiences. This kind of spiritual housekeeping is my key to lasting freedom. By releasing blame and regret over and over again if necessary, I am ensuring that I will not be bound by the past and limited by my outworn image of myself. Life is dynamic and so am I. I'm gonna say that again. Life is dynamic and so am I. My growth is dependent upon my forward, my forward movement 
and I commit to embracing the freedom that comes from leaving behind, <coughs> leaving the past behind. With gratitude, I bless the person I was. With faith, I reach unencumbered the person I am becoming. Today's scripture comes from Galatians 5.13. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep cleansing breath. Allow your focus to float right down, as we always do, into the center of your chest. Tuning in to the feeling of peace and love and gratitude. Knowing that that greatest, most powerful part of you is invisible. It is that one power and that one presence that is active in your life and in the universe. God, the good omnipotent. Take another deep breath and breathe in a feeling of love. And exhale deeply. And God, as we tune into your energy, tune into, into your spiritual presence within us, we release the hustle and bustle of this morning. We open up to a brand new week. We open ourselves up for the message for today. We open ourselves up to be an amplified expression of light and love. And as we take another deep, deep breath, we breathe in the presence of oneness and love and peace more deeply. And we exhale deeply, releasing, letting go, and letting you take away all that's blocking us from feeling your presence. And now we just sit just for a little bit in your presence, allowing it to permeate our very being becoming more and more conscious of your love. And we thank you, God, for your divine gift of love that loves us no matter what and teaches us to do the same every time we tune in more deeply to your presence within us. In the mighty name and nature of the Christ that dwells within, we pray. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us acknowledge and affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world.
someone else planned, doesn't it? <laughs> when you have a really good band, you, everybody sounds good. Thank you. And thank you, David, for um, subbing for Nicholas today. I appreciate that. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. I am uh, feeling a little full today. <laughs> Got to remember my joke. <laughs> uh, um, so I have two of them, but I'll tell the cutest one. So this, five, this little boy, who was almost five, was in church, and it was his first time in church, and he was sitting with his dad, and he was watching the ushers pass the offering plate, and they came to his, their row, and he looked over, and he said real loud, Daddy, you don't have to pay for me. I'm still under five. <laughs> Been to a lot of, a couple buffets, huh? <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Um, so we're in the month of May. This year is flying by. It's like time is collapsing on top of itself. Doesn't it seem like that to you? Like, woo-wee. I'm glad for the spring weather, though. I really am. It took a long time for us to get to it, but we have it, right? <laughs> you can clap for that. I know some people. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, last month, I mean, last week when I talked about, um, the love of our spiritual mother, the love of your spiritual mother, that kind of moves me deeply. And so I've been going more deeply into the faculty for this week. Faculty. I, I have to watch my words. Which is, this month, which is power. And Philip is the disciple that represents power. 
And, it's, and the center in the body is right at the back of the throat. And it's actually where the larynx, lyrics is, where your voice box is, where the vocal cords are, where the vibration of the breath that comes up from the diaphragm and out of your mouth has a power when it goes through the vocal cords. And I've been really sitting with what does it mean to have spiritual power. And I'm realizing that spiritual power is actually our authentic power. So that for the next couple of weeks, we're gonna dive into the aspects of our authentic power. Today's, the title of today's talk is Your Authentic Power, Spiritual, spiritual Authority. Because our spiritual power represents the control that we have over our mind, but it's more than that. It is your dominion, it is your self-mastery, and it's your control. And your dominion represents the authority you have over yourself, over your mind. And in the authority that you have over your mind, it represents your being accountable and responsible for your own mind. It's interesting because when we grow up, we grow up having our own mind as little ones. But then our minds are shifted and changed by things that people are telling us that are either good or bad or acceptable or unacceptable. And we, get to, and we begin to start living our lives having someone else's opinion, someone else's thoughts, someone else's ideas be the authority of our mind, be, be who we uh, are espousing to be or, or trying to be, instead of truly living off what we had the potential of when we were little ones. You know, little ones want to do their thing until they first hear no or they first get their time, they get their first time out. <laughs> and my son was really, really sensitive. I remember the first time he looked over at me because I used to, uh, he, used to he, would, he always smiled. And you know, the first time he did something that I didn't approve of, I looked at him and said, no. And he looked at me and tried it again. I said, no. And he broke out crying. <laughs> I didn't even have to spank it. Now my daughter, she would do it anyway. She'd look at you and think you didn't see her hand doing what she, like I see your hand. But my son, if you looked at him a certain way, he would cry. He was sensitive that way, and he still is sensitive that way. But it's interesting because after I realized how powerful we as parents and adults and even peers are to those who are our same age or to those who are younger, especially to our children, how powerfully we can affect their lives, I did my best, and I still do my best, to have my kids, my children, learn their own accountability, their own responsibility, and have a authority over their own choices, even if it's a choice I may not agree with. And the powerful thing is, that's what God does. That's what God does. God is the power within us that is reflected and expressed in the 12 spiritual faculties that we are. And the most powerful one that impacts all of the rest of them is our choice, which gives us authority over our own minds. But it's not just, okay, I have authority over my body. Okay, I have authority about, over the things that I possess. It's not just that. It's having authority over your mind your world. When we were created, when man was created, God said, let us create man in our image after our likeness, that they may reign over the world, that they may have dominion over their world. But the, the world that God was talking about wasn't just the physical world. Actually, it's the spiritual world. When you reign from the spiritual world, it covers everything else that you do. Does that make sense? So as I've been sitting with God and asking which scripture to use. There's a couple that came up for me today, and I, I'm just going to follow. I'm going to let God do God's work and, and work with it. But the first one, it looks like I'm going to be using, is from Matthew. It's chapter 28. It's verse 18. And it says, Jesus came and told his disciples. Now, this is what the, it's called the Great Commission. This is what before Jesus was ascending back after he had been resurrected and he stayed another 40 days or so with his disciples training them. And others saw him too, over 200 or so more people had seen him too after he was resurrected. But this is the intimate time he was having with his disciples before he uh, transcended back into the consciousness of just spirit. 
And he told them, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. I think I want to stick there, Howard, just verse 18 right now. I want to sit with God for a second. Thank you, God, for the message that's coming forth. Open me up to feel it, hear it, be it, and express it. Let my human decrease. That I may step into my authentic power. That I may step into being and feeling and expressing the authority of your presence in me as I share what it is that's coming to me for your message for today. This isn't my message. This is your message for today, God. Thank you so much, God. Amen. I have been given all authority. And we could, in the, in, in the Bible, you can under, when you uh, read that, you can underline all. I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. There's two things that are really powerful there that magnify and express our authentic power and also our spiritual authority. And I want us to get this deeply because when we get it deeply, you'll be very present and mindful of the words that you say that you think in your mind, the words that you say that express out of your mouth. You'll be very intentional on what, you is, what it is that you create, whether by default or intentionally and consciously. Because every thought, even a frivolous thought that goes through your mind, goes through your mind through the spiritual authority that you are, goes through your mind in the authentic power that you are, and co-creates whatever it is that you're thinking with the consciousness of God inside of you, the divinity of God inside of you, whether we're aware of it or not. So when you hear people say, I'm sick, they're co-creating that vibration inside of themselves, in heaven and on earth. Because as you're thinking it, as you're speaking it, you've got to think it first before you speak it. And as you're thinking it, you're creating it in the heaven, the consciousness of your mind. Heaven represents the spiritual consciousness in your mind. Whether you are thinking through the spiritual consciousness or not, you are actually creating in the realm of spirit. And it's important for us to be aware of that. When people say, whatever it is you say about yourself. Before, when I was younger, I used to say how stupid I was, um, how dumb I was. Oh, that was a stupid thing to do. That, and I was speaking over myself and binding myself and blessing myself. Not, well, that wasn't a blessing. Cursing myself. Wow, that doesn't want to stay up there, does it? This, this fan is just a-blowing. My paper's all over the place. And then I would feel bad because as I was saying it, the vibration that was coming from the back of my throat, now I didn't realize it at the time, was creating the vibration inside of me, was making it my truth in my mind, even though it is not my truth, and I was starting to live it out. And then finding evidence of, evidence of it everywhere I went, because I was doing what I thought was dumb. But I am not a dumb person. I'm highly intelligent. I have the grades to mark it, back it up, that I'm highly intelligent. But even with that, that evidence outweighed a slight little mistake that I might make. But for me, I was speaking over myself with the authority that I am, that I'm stupid, that I'm dumb, that I'm unworthy, and doing my best in those moments to try to, try to convince everybody that I wasn't. So I'm thinking I'm dumb, and then I'm trying to convince others that I'm not. Which one do you think outweighs the other? What I'm thinking in my mind. Because what you're thinking in your mind is rooted in what's the, the, the wealth of your heart. And in my heart was a lack of the confidence and the feeling of love and worthiness and competency that I, I actually felt I was. And then to have a sister who was a prodigal child, who just, she was right underneath me, and she was just highly intelligent, to always feel like I'm competing with her and she was always one step ahead of me, gave me more evidence that I was stupid. We would study the same things in college. We'd practice and know the answers, and I'd know them inside and out. She'd go to, through and be done in about 10 to 15 minutes. It would take me the whole class because I had test anxiety, and I took that test anxiety that made me feel bad because I didn't want to mess up on the test. So I'm sitting there trying not to mess up on the test, so I'm spending so much time worrying about if I'm going to mess up on the test that by the last 20 minutes I finally get, okay, you're not going to mess up on the test, and all that time goes by, I have to rush and finish the test. 
How many times is our life like that? Like seriously. And it's important for us to realize that we have been given the most powerful gift. And it's that we have authority over our life. We can choose differently. You can choose differently. I am a beautiful child of God. Together, I am a beautiful child of God. Do you believe it? Uh, okay. We'll try it again like when, you, when Reverend Bonnie was here and y'all showed up. Do you believe it? Yes. Now, in this moment, if you believe it, you can affirm it and stay in this moment and believe it. And that's what the authority of what you're saying is the truth of. You have been given authority over all heaven, all of heaven, which is the spiritual realm of how God is used in you and on earth, which is how you manifest. It is so important for us to get that. I was, um, man, God, you're moving big time in me, this deep, deeply, deeply, deeply. So many things going through my mind right now. Um, let me just center. I was reading about the Kendrick brothers who wrote the, the, uh, made the movie Facing the Giants and Flywheel and Courageous and Fireproof. You guys know the, the, we saw, I forgot which movie we saw here. Facing the Giants was one of the movies we saw here. And it's uh, brothers who made that. There's three brothers who work together um, to create these spiritual movies. And they got it from their mother. Their mother's name is Ranyan Kendrick. And she, when she was six years old, was, um, found her connection to her authority with her prayer by one day when she was six years old there was a tornado and I might have you might have heard me tell this story before there was a tornado going through their town and they heard it coming like a train coming towards their house and their her mother took her and her two sisters and got up underneath the table and her mother was sitting there yelling at the top of her lungs praying that God protect them no matter what the God's power is protecting us right now and sitting there praying with authority just praying she just knew what to do took the kids got up underneath the table and she's sitting there praying no part of her is scared and she might have been crying because she's tuned into God but she's sitting there praying to her and Rania's sitting there this little six-year-old is looking up at her mother standing in her power standing in her authority praying underneath this table down underneath the table with her children sitting and tuning into God listening to what words to say and sitting up under there in authority and then all of a sudden the noise stopped and they got out they got out from under the table, they crept outside, and they looked around. Utter chaos and rubble all around their house. The barn, the, um, the barn beside them, the roof had been yanked off. Cars had been covered with huge trees that were uprooted and thrown on the cars. The, the church across the street was knocked off of its foundation. They see on the other side is messed up. They look around, and their house is not touched. Even the shrubbery and trees look perfect when you look at the picture. Because she stood in her authority and prayed. And this had an impact on Rania and Kendrick. And so she started praying. She started getting into work. She started getting into her relationship with God. And as I was watching this video that was an interview with her, they started off with her, she was writing out a prayer on this little post-it. She writes out prayers on her post-its and she put it in her Bible. And so they're saying how she spends her morning writing out prayers, putting it on a post-it. She stands in authority. That move of watching her mother shifted her, impacted her, moved her into the authority that she is. Can you imagine six years old learning that you have the power to pray? And stepping into it that powerfully, like you saw your mama doing during a thunder, a, a tornado that's going all around, tearing everything apart, and you're up underneath the table with your mother and your sisters, and it's getting ingrained inside of you at six years old while you're in elementary school. And it impacts the rest of your life. Just take that and imagine that. And now imagine a child who's told she's nothing and you can't do anything and you're a bad girl and you don't have, you can't do that and you don't have say over what you're supposed to do. You need to do what I do because if you follow it's my way or the highway or you get out, you can't, you're not going to amount to anything. Or a little boy being told, you're just like your daddy, you're going to be nothing. 
Look at the two expressions and how it impacts us and the authority that you are and the spiritual power that you walk in as a young child. Some of us have had the one like Ryan Kendricks. I had that. Bring it down. Huh? Use the handheld. I must have blown out my thing with my authority. <laughs> the power. <laughs> I got the power. <laughs> Is that better? I know, right? I uprooted everything. Well, at least we're still on our foundation. But just think about that. Seriously, just think about that. The power that you have and how it may have been ignited or taught to you as a child. And now who you are and where you are at this moment. And, look, and just look back on how your life has been impacted by the things that you've learned, the way that you watch your parents experience. I watched my parents pray. I grew up watching my parents pray. And as a young child, which I've told you, I had night terrors. And my father told me, just talk to God. He said, don't even go into praying like Reverend Bolton prays. It doesn't have to be eloquent. Just go into talking to God. God hears you. God knows you, sees you, and God knows why you're afraid. You don't even have to explain why you're afraid. Just talk to God, and God is there. Now, I was little. I was around five or six when that started with me, and that's the greatest thing my father could have ever told me because right there without him knowing it, he was giving me the consciousness that I have been given authority, all authority in heaven and on earth. And when I was little, what I started doing is I started praying, God, please don't let these bad dreams or bad thoughts, uh, watch, uh, God, please watch over me while I sleep. Please don't let uh, these uh, bad dreams or bad thoughts uh, affect me. And please uh, bless me while I don't remember what I, I'm so caught up in spirit. Please take these bad dreams and bad thoughts away from me. Please watch over us while we sleep. And please don't let anything touch us or bite us. That's what I use because I was afraid of bugs. Remember, I told you I was afraid of bugs. And I had one crawl up my leg one time. <laughs> so I prayed. I knew God could protect me. And I did not have another bug crawl up my leg after I started praying that. But the, the reason I'm saying this is because I want us to go inside deeply and step into the consciousness of the spiritual power that you are. Take authority and responsibility over your own mind. And there's several ways we can do this. First of all, you got to acknowledge it. Like you got to honestly, intentionally, and consciously acknowledge it. Not just live your life by default. You have to acknowledge it. I have authority over my mind. Together, I have authority over my mind. It is spiritual authority. Together, it is spiritual authority. If you do have authority over your life, over your body, you can say things over yourself. But if you come from the spiritual realm, you're stepping into your authentic power. And when you step into your authentic power, you truly begin to believe it. And when you truly begin to believe it, what you speak from the back of your throat has more power and potency and intensity in it as you speak it over your life. And if you're speaking it in anger or in resentment or unforgiveness, you got to watch it. Because that's the vibration you're creating inside of yourself with the authentic power that you are. That is a spiritual gift of you. That is the spiritual law that is you. So you have to watch what you are saying. You have to watch the intensity of which you're saying it. And you have to watch the spirit in which you are saying that. Amen? Amen. The next thing is to affirm it over yourself. After you've recognized and admitted to yourself that you have the spiritual authority over your own life, over your own mind, and take back your life, take back your mind, take back your body, take back whatever it is. Okay, I'm going to take back this paper that's being blown, blown over on the floor. Okay. Let me stick it up under here. That's the beginning of it. Then you affirm it, which means you speak it over your life. Do we remember which unity principle that's connected to? Affirmations and denials. Fourth unity principle. <laughs> the fourth unity principle. We affirm over ourselves the power of who you are. Then you have to move into accepting it. You know, you can win the lottery, 
but it doesn't matter if you don't go claim it. Do you know you have won the lottery in the spiritual realm? You have all authority in heaven and on earth. I have all authority, authority in heaven and on earth. Together, I have all authority on heaven and, I mean, in heaven and on earth. And if you claim it, it becomes yours. But you have to claim it. Consciously and intentionally claim that you are it and step into it. The next thing is you have to access it. Anybody have an idea of how you access access? your own spiritual authority, your own spiritual power? Yeah, that's, that's, that's this next step. You have to tune into it. You have, to, you have to feel the oneness that you are with it. Meditation, yes. Prayer, yes. Feeling it and sitting in it. You ever just sit somewhere and you're just totally relaxed? You're not thinking about anything, anything. you're just sitting in a state of relaxing feeling comfortable, feeling at peace. There's no worries about the world. Just in that moment, you're sitting in a state of peace. Anybody have those moments? That is your spiritual authority. Your natural state of being is love. Your natural state of consciousness is peace. When you are in a state of peace, you can hear the still small voice inside of you. So the next time you're sitting there in that state of quiet, in that state of peace, in that state of solitude, tune inside and feel what is being communicated to you. The moment you do that, you access the realm of your authority. You've accessed it. It's already yours, but you consciously and intentionally have tuned in and taken access of it. Does that make sense? And then the last thing is what Faith said. You do it. You live the truth that you know. But how can you truly live the truth that you know if you don't acknowledge it, become aware of it, acknowledge it, and then affirm it over your life, accept that it is yours, be it, and then live in it? Like seriously. How much of our life have we been... I don't want to say wasting our spiritual authority. I'll say um, inappropriately using the spiritual authority that you have been endowed with. It's time for us to step into our power. Like for real, for real. Step into who you are and whose you are. You have the power to pray over your life. You have the power to stand in the gap and pray over your loved ones. Pray with them and affirm what's in them, the Christ in you, affirming in the Christ in them, because that Christ in you is your authority. You have the power to pray over your finances and step into a prosperity. You have the power to step into divine perfect health, no matter how your body's looking. You have a, a power to affirm even a change in the weather. Peace, be still, and know. But if you can't even change the weather within your own mind, how can you change the weather out in the world? Really? If there's turmoil going on inside of you, you're out of alignment. Your authority is given to somewhere else. It's given somewhere else. When we step into the power that we are, I, I, uh, I'm so full, I'm so full, I'm so full. This means a lot to me. Because I'm 53 years old, and I'm just now realizing the things that I like, what I like to do. I, knew, I always knew my color was red, that I love the color red. And I love, and I love pizza. Those were about the best thing, the only thing, and I didn't like to fly. I didn't even know about flying, but I still didn't like the idea of flying. I, I, those things, and then I was afraid to speak in public. Now I'm speaking in public. But those things, I thought about myself, and now I'm changing myself because I'm taking authority over who I am so that I can learn who I am, learn the power that I have over my love life, learn how to step into my truth, learn how to step into my purpose, learn how to step into my plan. Are you living your plan right now? Are you living your purpose right now? Are you living in your authority right now? Are you living in a consciousness that is always prosperous right now? 
Are you living in a state of peace all the time? Right, Lauren's going like this. So, so, come see, come saw. Do I want the other one? Yes. Acts 1, verse 8. Let me read it from the Bible. Acts 1, verse 8. It says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. I'm here to tell you that the Holy Spirit is waving around waving inside, jumping up and down like Berkeley was doing to get me to get the mic, <laughs> trying to do everything to get your attention, to step into your authority. Even when you have moments of doubt, that's okay. Let the spirit in you override that. Step into the truth of who you are. You have authority over your life through the words you speak, to the words you, through the words you think, through the actions that you be, because the actions that you be are your vibrational singing to the world. It's your, it's your way of talking to the world. And I charge us all to move into our truth, that you are powerful. But you cannot do that. And I'm going to say this, y'all going to get tired of me until you really step into those two what? Greatest commandments, loving God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. That's going into the spirit. That's the heaven in you. That's the Holy Spirit waiting to acknowledge in you, waiting to express in you, waiting to be, move, breathe, and have its being in you. And then when you are one with it, because when you fully move into a state of love with that, love, with the love that you are, there's nothing can stop you from being anything other than that. You are only love. And in love comes everything else. And out of that, you begin to treat yourself as the authority, as the spirit, as the truth that you are. And as you do that, everything you do, everything you say, everything you be is absolute truth. And, and you become an example for those in your life who step into it as well. So you step into love, you step into prayer, you step into doing good, no matter what. And you also step into forgiveness. Those are powerful ways of moving into the first greatest commandment. Loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Really? Loving and praying and doing good and forgiveness? How is that loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul? Because you become the vibration of it that is expressed out in the world. You step into the authority of it. This is important. Because if you want a life of the highest quality, if you want a life that feels peaceful, if you want a life that feels joyful, if you want a life that is expansive, you got to claim it. I claim the life that is waiting for me. Together, I claim the life that is waiting for me. Say it again. I claim the life that is waiting for me. One more time. I claim the life that is waiting for me. And when I stepped into being that expression, of letting go of what other people have an authority over me and other people think about me and moved into my own voice with God. My own voice with God. My own voice with God. I stopped being, well, you know, if you, you can do this, and what if I do that? And, you know, I can, I'm not stupid, and I'm not to, I am a child of God, and what you think of me is none of my doggone business. And that's my truth, and I'm sticking to it. Now, I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm still working on it. But that is the power that we are here to be. That is the power that we are here to live in. That is the power that we are here to create from. That is the power that is an intention. When God said, let us create man in our image after our likeness, that was the expressions, the hour represents the different expressions of God, which is the divine mind of God, the divine idea of God, and the divine expression of God. This Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all of that in the Trinity is in you. So when God said, let us create God, let us create man in our image and likeness, God was talking about creating an example in which God can live through in this world, which is why God created this world, created man of this world, and then breathed life 
life and in this world to become authority over this world. You are an authority over your life. And I ask you right now, are you ready to step into your authority over your life? Amen? 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 Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. hard to speak in this mask and bring to mind what you feel led to give for a love offering today 
in the authority that you are prosperity, that you are abundance, that you are the absolute expression of giving, and that nothing, nothing is hindering you except your own mind. So let's take authority as we pray our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And you can give online um, through, you go to unityfh.com, and you can do debit card, credit card, or through PayPal. Send in a check if you want to um, Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. <laughs> and I wanted to tell you all, I know I say it a lot, but I don't want to ever not say it, that I truly appreciate every single way that you give of your time, your talent, and your treasure. We got the best band ever in Unity, and they don't get paid for this. They volunteer their time. They come and practice, and they were doing it even when we were in quarantine. And that music, I'm promising you, kept me going and inspired me because I listened to it before I would do my, my little part in my, in my um, uh, dining room, and it gets you going. So I want to say, that can we give our music team a hand, please? And that includes you, Dave, because you've been, a uh, year before last year, last year, you were here a lot for us. But I just wanted to thank you all because the music means a lot to me. Your voices mean a lot to me. I really love you all, and I thank you all. But I also want to thank you all. And I want you to give a clap to yourselves for the ways that you have been giving. Okay, that's a wimpy clap. <laughs> because I promise you, we have been prospering because of you because of the way we've been giving. You got, those of you who are, well, not, I don't know about you, David, but those of you who are up on stage were here when the, when the church split. And there's a few of you who were in the, in the sanctuary who were here when the church split. And it took all of your giving, all of your time, all of your treasure to get us here. We are in 25 years, y'all. So I thank you, I thank you, and I thank you for some more for every single way that you give. Whether I see it or not, I'm grateful for it. I just wanted to thank you for that. So I'm clapping for you all, too. Can we stand up so we can do our prayer for protection together? I'm trying not to cry because I'm, I'm feeling really full and blessed by you all. I really am. So together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Now we'll do our peace song. and there will be someone outside to take your love offerings as well. Peace and blessings to you all, and enjoy your beautiful week as well. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.